Hey guys, this is Colin with Two Terrible Sports Analysts. I'm here with Ashton as always. Hey guys, what's up? All right. Well, by the time this releases, there's already been two West Virginia games since the last time we've done it because they decided to play on a uh, Thursday this week as well. So we're just going to go ahead and moderately cover both these games. So the first one we're going to cover was the first win of the season, and that was against Townsend. Which, which I just figured a suit up high school team by the way they <laughs> got beat. So how do you feel about that? <laughs> All right. Sitting here, got my coffee, I'm ready to go. So um well, West Virginia, like you said, they won sixty five to seven against Towson. Um I, they may have been a you know, suited up high school team, but going into that game, Towson was Two and zero, and West Virginia was zero and two. So I mean, West Virginia was obviously doing better than us, right? I mean, yeah, they're in a lot lower conference than we are, but still. Um, but guess what? West Virginia's defense decided to show up and play, and that's why they won that game. The Towson did score one touchdown, but that wasn't because of the defense; that was because of uh, special teams. They ran a uh, kickoff return back for a touchdown was their only yeah. score and West Virginia's offense done amazing there was not a possession in that game that they did not score um they got a field goal other than that there's touchdown every single possession they even brought in all the quarterbacks from their starting to their third fourth string and they all scored at least one touchdown yeah which like I said it's easy to do when you're playing against high school teams that's true, but West Virginia <laughs> definitely and the coach needed that win. If they didn't get that win, then they'd have probably fired the head coach. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Since I think it was the first time I ever heard of Townsend. That was even back on the days of NCAA football. I don't even think they had them as a team playable team on there. I'd never heard of them before, um, but I mean, Towson, uh they didn't play real well, obviously. But uh, I mean. What the announcers and everybody was saying before the game that Towson was doing pretty good. I mean, like I said, they were two and zero. So, I mean, just West Virginia, I guess their defense. I mean, they decided to start playing. So, um, and talking about the most recent game, which happened day of recording, uh, two days ago, Thursday, the twenty second, against Virginia Tech. uh, West Virginia won thirty three to ten. Their defense showed up again, and they won that game. Um, I have some stats here somewhere <laughs> about that game. Um, freshman C.J. Donaldson rushed for 106 yards, which that that freshman, he's doing really good, really good at running back. He's a big, strong guy, able to run right through the defense. And um, West Virginia beat – Virginia Tech for the second consecutive season. They scored on five straight possessions in the first and second half. The quarterback for West Virginia threw a 24-yard touchdown pass to Sam James with 11 seconds left in the first half that gave the Mountaineers a 13-7 lead. And after that, they never never trailed again. So early, West Virginia was down. But after that, you know, they came back and never looked back. So I was really proud of them, the defense. It was a tougher game. 
and look at the score. <laughs> it was a tougher game. I mean, it wasn't a tough game. 33-10 still not real bad. I mean, not a blowout, so to say, but still not a close game. I'm sure but, uh, everyone that's listening to this has heard of Virginia Tech before. I don't think anyone else has ever heard. Right. Yeah. Sorry for you Towson fans out there if there's any out there. But yeah, or when it does get this big and you are listening to us for the first time. Yeah, sorry about that. But uh Virginia Tech, you know, I'm sure you guys have heard of them. It was a would you what's your take on those games? Uh take on the first one, like I said, it was a souped up high school team at the yet again, it's another game where the defense came to play. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong, but back in the days when we were still in the Big East, even though Virginia Tech was part of ACC, they were still considered a rival game, even though it wasn't as big as a rival's pit, but they still used to be a rival. Uh, yes. Um, I think it's just where they're so close to West Virginia. Like, you know, obviously they're border states. Uh, Pennsylvania and Virginia are border states, so they just consider them a rival. Um, but, yeah, they were both rivals back in the day. Yeah. And like I said, going back to the NCAA game again, I'm pretty sure in the days when I used to play on the PlayStation 2, uh, it was always like how you always had like whatever rivalry it was, but it was like some weird trophy that they had actually used to raise whenever they won against each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah. They had a trophy. And, so, yeah. Um... I mean, it was, I mean, obviously great for our part for it just because, I mean, West Virginia has won two games in a row, digging them out of their rut a little bit. Granted, as far as they finish in the, uh, how they finish at the end of the season is still, I don't think, going to be all that well. Like, they're not going to be in the top 25, but I don't think they're going to, obviously, they're not going to go, uh, obviously, they're going to win games this year, more yeah. games than just two. Right. Yeah. I mean, in their conference, uh, maybe, maybe top five. I don't know though, because Big Twelve is a tough conference. Oh yeah, only other conference is tougher is well, I'm not gonna say only conference because Big Ten is about just a little bit stronger. I would say, in the SEC, like always, is always the toughest conference. Yeah, yeah. But Big Twelve is definitely in the top three of hardest conferences. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, did they bring, speaking of rivals, did they bring the uh, Friends of Cold Bowl back? Like, I know they was talking about it, but I don't know if they did or not. Uh, I don't know. I haven't done research on that one, so I don't guess they get a free topic right now. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look real quick. I heard them talking about it. Well, might get a free topic after all. But, I mean, yeah, it would be an awesome thing for them to bring it back. Because, I mean, I don't think they've played in a couple of years. They haven't played in a long time. I'd love to see it come. I always, I mean, West Virginia always won, but I'd love to see. I love seeing them, you know, Marshall and West Virginia always go head to head and play. Um, no, their latest one was September 1st, 2012, when West Virginia beat them 69 to 34. Um, I thought I'd seen a rumor that they were going to bring it back, but I guess they decided not to this year. Maybe in the future, hopefully. Hopefully we'll see that sometime in the future. Yeah, but it's just like how it was in the past. It's an out-of-conference rivalry, so it's, you know, not bound to be guaranteed any year, but they always done it just because they 
Right. Yeah. And ironically enough, even though they was in the same state, it was still closer for him to play Pittsburgh than what it was for them to play Marshall. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the way it's set up. Yeah, because yep. the only thing they got to do to get to Pittsburgh is hop on I-79. And what, it's a hour and a half, roughly? From Morgantown? With a bus. Yeah, from Morgantown, Pittsburgh. I was... Yeah, about two hours to Pitt. And then to them to drive to Marshall, it would be about a freaking a half hour drive. Yeah, from Morgantown to Huntington's a long drive. Yep, because one's in the panhandle and the other one is on the bottom left of the state. Yep. Alrighty, let's go on to the next one. Uh, the top 25 AP poll, how do you feel about it for a few teams that's on there? Do you think there's a few teams that's on there it shouldn't be, and vice versa? Do you think some teams should be ranked higher? Well, I think West Virginia should be number one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Definitely not. I'm just kidding. No, uh, I think right now, I mean, it's it's fine. You know, you always – in your top five, you're always going to have Alabama. You're always going to have Ohio State. You're always going to have Clemson in your top five. Those teams are just a given pretty much every year to be in there. I think uh, – In the right, last seven years, I would say. Yeah. Because, I mean, what, it was about ten years ago when West Virginia whooped up on Clemson on the Orange Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while, though. Yeah, like I said, it's been about the past, I would say, seven to five years that Clemson's been a decent powerhouse. Yeah, I mean, right now, Georgia's number one. I mean, I think, I mean, obviously, Alabama. Soccer, SEC team. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Alabama's got time to move up, but, you know, like I said, it's usually Georgia, I mean, sorry, Alabama, number one or number two, always. And Ohio State's always top five. Clemson, I mean, those are just given. Um, Kentucky being number eight, I think they'll. Uh, I think they'll move up. Other than that, I think it looks fine. Pitt, if they keep playing the way they played against West Virginia in the first game, they'll drop out of the top twenty-five because, I mean, West Virginia's they're got almost better. there. I think they're twenty-four now. They are. They're twenty-four. And they was what seventeen when they played West Virginia. Yeah. So which means they've already lost the game. Yeah, they're uh, two and one right now. So if they keep playing like they played in, against West Virginia, they're not going to stay in there very long. So I look for them to drop out. But other than that, I think it's about right. Uh, like I said, those top th- uh, top five spots always belong to Alabama, uh, Clemson, and Ohio State. They're always in there. Recently years, you know, like you said, the past seven years. Oh yeah. I'm surprised to see USC back as a main contender. They haven't been a powerhouse since, uh, and I think they're number seven right now, but they haven't been ranked top 25 since Reggie Bush left in 2007. Yeah, I was surprised to see them well. That was a shock. I completely forgot University of Southern California even existed. (laughs) Yeah, because it's been a while. Yeah. Granted, the only USC I'm used to now is University of South Carolina, but, you know, obviously right. when it comes to football, they're not that good. Basketball, they're, I guess they're decent because, especially in the women's, I think the women's won the championship last year. Oh, and another, but, yeah. uh, what is it? Another surprise I've seen was uh, uh, Baylor is moving up. Um, that's been within recent years, within the past 
uh, probably seven years as well. Used to be. I mean, Baylor has gotten better each year since then because when West Virginia first started playing them a while ago when they first oh, yeah, came. They could whip up on them like it was nothing. Oh, yeah, West Virginia would kill them. So, them seeing them up there, in the, they're number 17 right now. So, uh, good for them on that. I think that's one of those things because just like everyone moving here and everyone moving out to Texas, and I'm pretty sure Baylor is a Texas team. Uh, yes, I believe so. So I think that's another reason why they're becoming such a powerhouse where everyone's moving there. Obviously, they're going to have more talent that just randomly, you know, their family decides to move here. And, this, you know, whenever they decide to move here, whether they be in high school, middle school or whatever. So slowly these two, you know, the states where everyone are moving to is eventually going to become more powerhouses than what they are. Yes. Because they just got more talent coming to them. Because I think Austin, Texas is like one of the top three move to cities in the world right now. Granted, I don't know how close Austin is to Baylor. I'm not much of geography of Texas. But, you know, I'm just saying that's going to be a reasoning why these teams are coming up. Granted, you know, when it comes down to football, yeah, again, like you were saying, Alabama has always been up there in the past, I would say, closer to 12 years. Because, that's, I mean, as far back as – me actually watching football, Alabama always seemed like they was on top from, like, middle school on. Yeah, they've for a long time, they've been a big powerhouse on top. Which is a little bit easier for us to follow Alabama because the head coach is from West Virginia. Yeah. Same way with Florida State. Yep. But granted, you know, I just pay attention. I still just pay attention to West Virginia. Yeah, I watch the news. Obviously, it's hard to miss Alabama because, oh, yeah, Alabama's ranked number one Alabama. Number two, Alabama's ranked number three. It ain't nothing new. All oh, this new college football playoffs thing that's been going on the past couple of years. Oh, look, our top four seeds, Alabama, 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 Alabama. Yeah. Well, where I'm at, um, obviously I follow West Virginia, but they don't cover that here. They cover Pitt and a lot of Penn State because I'm half an hour from the York Penn State campus. So, I mean, I get a lot of Penn State around here, which Penn State, I mean, they're number 14 right now. They're three and but um, I mean they're doing good as well. Yeah, they're finally just recovering from all that Sandusky stuff because they used to, you know, be good, and then they fell off the wagon when all that stuff came about. Yeah, I mean for obvious reasons, but at the same time, like I said, they're just now crawling out of that rut that those guys that caused damage to the university for. Yeah, they're making a comeback from it, recovering. It was definitely a very, very slow rebuild from all that corrupt. Well, I'm not even going to call it corrupt. It was just straight nasty stuff going on. Yeah. All right. Uh, how's your feeling on top 30 preseason? Uh, I guess technically never AP poll for NCAA basketball for where the season starts in November. Um, I just got a a top three out of it that I think will do the best. This year, uh, I got Gonzaga and then um, Kentucky. They Those two always impressed, along with uh, what North Carolina recently in recent years has done really well. Again. Um, <laughs> and then I have Duke, which always does well. Yeah, going uh, back on the, the football thing, that's basically the same ordeal. You always got those top four. Exactly. Obviously, you'll have those. Um, 
once again, I'd love to say West Virginia, but no. <laughs> I think I was looking at the top 100. I think West Virginia is like technically 86 right now. Not good. I mean, we cracked the top 100. I mean, that's still not. Yeah, it's not that great, and it's not even going to. I mean, obviously the season hasn't started yet, but at this point, if the tourney was to start tomorrow, we wouldn't even be in a tournament spot. Exactly. And, I mean, in the top three, well, top five right now, you got two um, teams that are in West Virginia's conference. You got Kansas at number three and Baylor at number five. So, I mean, it's a tough, like we've said about the football, it's a tough conference West Virginia's in. So, and we don't have the scouting or the coaching, the money to finance the coaching staff like we need, like the bigger schools have. And what, Iowa State is 17, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, They're in the top 25 for sure. I do know that much. But that's still another Big 12 team that West Virginia has to play against that's in the top 25. Yes. And then you have... I mean, you got Texas Tech at number eight. That's another Big 12 team. I always get the M and A and M confused. I don't know why. I just always do. I know one's SEC, but I just always think that Texas A and M is Texas Tech and vice versa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Iowa State. I'm sorry. Is uh, 41. But uh, Iowa is 14. Not. They're not in the Big 12. They're in the Big 10. Yeah. Iowa State is the one that's in uh, Big 12. Number 41. Yep. Also, they are, they're not even in the top. I mean, it's still higher than West Virginia, but I was a little bit off on my ranking on them. All righty. Uh, I was uh, shocked to see Houston in the second spot, though. I haven't, you know, I mean, obviously I know Houston exists as a college, but just the fact that they're in the top two just randomly really freed me for a loop. Yeah, that's, that's really weird. Um I wasn't expecting to see them in the number two spot. No. I mean, yet again, just going off my prior theory with the football thing, you know, everyone's moving to Texas. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's could be one of those things where they got a bunch of kids moving out there, you know, in recent years, transferring the whole nine yards. Because I know if you play college sports, you're always looking to do the best college that's going to do the most for you. Because obviously at the end of the day, their goal was to make it to the NBA. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's everybody. All the college players' hope is to make it to the NBA. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, granted, most of them are, if they don't make it within the first year, they usually don't go. Right. Most of them. Which is a weird, which is a weird thing because you figured you'd get better in the course of four years. (laughs) Yeah, but I guess if a lot of scouts look at it, if you're not getting your first year, then. There's not a lot of hope for you, I guess. I don't know, but people mature and get better with, you know, experience and time, so. Oh, yeah, because usually the people that are seniors whenever they get drafted are usually in the later rounds. Yes, like. Uh, your, your first and second round picks are always first-year players, it seems like. Yeah, when Javon Carter got drafted, I believe he played all four years, and he was still uh, late second round, I believe, so. Mm-hmm. He's a good player. He's a good defensive point guard. Uh, he still plays. I mean, he plays, I mean, not a lot of minutes, but he does have a good role on the teams that he's played on in the past few years. 
Oh yeah, but you look at current powerhouses. Even I mean, you got Zion. Whenever he's healthy, he was a first, you know, a one-year college player. Jason Tatum, one-year college player, you know. But at schools like Duke, Kansas, Kentucky, you know, all these schools you was talking about the first at the beginning. It's all those schools where you usually see those, you know, first picks come from. Yeah. Which says a lot about the programs because, I mean, obviously they're always going to have good programs. Right, like Duke. I mean, like you said, Zion. And then Kyrie, he went to Duke. And a lot of yeah. them went to Duke. I mean, just that's what you expect from those certain schools is great players. And that's why they pay more attention to them. Like the scout, NBA scouts pay more attention to certain schools than they do others. And that's why whenever you get other schools that you got four-year players that they don't, they don't even bother look at them because you – I mean, if you got five teams that you could pull off their whole entire starting five, you got a you know you're basically whole entire first and halfway into your second round. You got team you know the time they pull pretty much everyone's starting five. You got your whole entire team team set up, and you really just use your third and fourth round picks for pretty much just backup players or even potentially going to practice squad. Right. I mean, look at it at a scout standpoint. You got hundreds of schools. And then if you got thousands, like thousands of schools, and if you, I mean, you have to travel to those states and different schools to scout out these players. So if you got good players on certain teams that you're used to having, like producing good players, just go there, scout them out, bring them in instead of going from state to state, school to school, and to make your job easier. Yep, and that's what those programs are designed to do. Like I said, I mean. Going back in the good old days, West Virginia used to be one of those ones. Yeah. West I, mean, Virginia, I mean, they wasn't a true, true powerhouse, but it was still – they managed to be in the top. It always seemed like 15 for a few years. We was good enough. We was good enough. And, I mean, but speaking of West Virginia – Basketball, right. Bob, Bob Huggins just got inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame. Isn't he still a coach? Isn't he still a coach? He is. But I, usually they do it after they retire, but he's still coaching. But, yeah, he got inducted into the uh, Hall of, Basketball Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's what threw me off for a second. I was like, wait, he's still he's still the active coach. <laughs> well, seeing that he got inducted, I was like, did he retire? I didn't know. And then I looked and was like, no, he's still coaching. They just went ahead and inducted him. I guess he's been there so long. They're like, eh, might as well just go ahead and do it. I mean, I know in school history, he's the most winningest coach. So, I mean, it was bound to happen. But, yeah, usually they wait until he retires. Yeah, exactly. I, that's why when I first seen I was like, oh, no, he retired. You know, he's been coached forever. But, no, he's yeah. still just like, man, done. I don't know. I guess the NCAA can do that, though, just because, I mean – there's people that Tom Brady got drafted with that's already in the Hall of Fame, and he still can't do it because he's not eligible yet because he has to be out of the year so many leagues. I mean, he has to be out of the league for so many years. Right. I mean, obviously he's going, but, yeah, I mean, I guess the professional uh, leagues, they have a different rule than the NCAA does. So, oh, I mean, definitely. I mean, they, they believe in playing, paying their athletes when, you know, you're a college student, you're a full-grown adult, and you can't get paid for it because they're paying your tuition, which is a topic for a different day. <laughs> yeah. All righty. NFL power rankings. How, how are you feeling about this? Because you never really have a sense of uh, sports team that you really willingly talk about. 
pretty Me? NFL. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean. Don't shy away. I know you're going to get shanked if you don't say that you're a Steelers or an Eagles fan living in Pennsylvania now. Outside right now. <laughs> so people <can> hear. <laughs> but I will say, Eagles is in thir- third. I'll say that. Yep. Now, I know you're happy about that because you're an Eagles fan. Uh, and I'm not far from Buffalo. Buffalo Bills, number one. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm pretty far from Kansas City. The Chiefs are number two. But, uh, I think, I mean, obviously they'll get shuffled around a lot as the season progresses. Unless, you, I mean, they, it may not. I mean, if they win, keep winning, then it won't. But I think it'll shuffle around some. I hate to break the news to you about your Eagles, but I think they'll get knocked out of the top three. Oh, no, 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 no. I definitely agree, and I was about ready to bring that upon myself anyways. <laughs> I mean, if I, they, it'll really surprise me, and I'll be happy. But. Yeah, if they continue doing the season how they're doing, if they continue playing how they're playing, they can stay in the top three. They're doing good this year. Yes. But are. in typical equals fashion, and usually the bad decisions that the head coaches make or the offensive quarter makes during the course of the season, I say the Eagles will probably finish – 10 and 6, which okay. will obviously put us in the playoffs, but it won't put us with first round by. It'll keep us out of the wild card, though. But I say we probably lose in the technical second round of the playoffs if you count wild cards. Okay. I mean, right now they're doing great. They're 2 and 0. Oh. But I mean, that's only two games. So mm-hmm. uh, and they still got 14 more to play. So, yeah, uh, but I mean, you got the Buccaneers at fourth. We, I mean, you expect big things from them with Tom Brady being the quarterback. They're doing as well. Uh, they actually, your Eagles bumped them from the number three spot to the number four. Spot. Yep, I seen that. Whenever I chose that topic, I was like, oh, I was like, I didn't even realize the Eagles were right that high because whenever I seen it, they were still at seventeen. Yeah, well, they were tenth last. They went up seven spots. This- Mm-hmm. Because I think they started up season seventeen. Yeah. We went up to ten, and then now three. Yeah. Which is still good. And our new quarterback under center, he's doing pretty good. I'm glad they finally got rid of Wentz because Wentz was not good for the team. No. Granted, they were stupid for getting rid of Foles. They won him the championship against. Won him the championship. And then they was like, oh, yeah, we're going to kick out Foles. We're going to keep Wentz, even though Wentz hasn't, didn't do anything that whole entire year except lose any time he played. And then they decided to ditch Foles, keep Wentz, and then finally they got old Mr. Hurts. Well, I could be wrong on this, but the, the year they won the Super Bowl, was Wentz not the starter and something happened and Nick Foles took over? It was. He was the starter through the regular season. And then Foles switched over during the playoffs because I think Wentz got hurt. Okay, that's what I thought. So they, I mean, they won on their second string quarterback. That just shows you how good that Nick Foles was that team that year. Yeah. And he, I mean, obviously he was an older quarterback too. I mean, he's not old, old. He's not like Tom Brady old, but he was older than what Wentz was by, I say, four or five years. Yeah. So, I mean, he had more league experience, he had more playoff experience. But, I mean, he had been playoff a couple of times before then, but, you know, just obviously nothing amount out of it because he was, yet again, a second-string quarterback in the playoffs. 
And then uh, you got last year's champions, the Rams. They're number six right now. They went down spots this week. They're yeah. one. And then you got the Bengals, which play, you know was the runners up last year, the first losers, and I think they're at the bottom of the league right now. <laughs> I think they're twenty eighth on the power rankings. Oh man, let me see. I win two. Let me see here. They are the first team since the '80s to do that to win the Super Bowl and be zero and two. They're not twenty eight. The Jaguars are twenty eight. Oh, where are they? I, I am a terrible sports analyst. Right, going through and I can't see them. They might be just out of the top thirty two. You know, they just below all the teams. You know? Yeah, they might be back in college. Number twelve. They're number twelve. What? Zero and two. Number twelve. There's teams that's one on one. It's lower than that. Yeah, uh, the Saints are one on one, and they're thirteen. <laughs> and we call ourselves terrible, right? Oh, did you? Uh, the Browns beat the Steelers. Did you see that? Yeah, I seen that. I can't say that too loud, but um, yeah, that's. I thought that was funny. The yeah. Browns. We was talking about the Browns. I think it was last week. And, or maybe it was a week before. Oh, by the time it uh, releases, they all come out at the same time anyway. So you you guys are listening to this, you you'll know what we're talking about. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. They they had high, high expectations for Steelers this year. Now speaking why. of the Browns and this being a topic that was not set up, how do you feel about that stupid mascot in the middle of their field? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. They got. Instead of doing the brown helmet like they've always done, they decided to do the elf again. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, why? (laughs) Yeah, they got that little ugly elf on the middle of their field right now. Only a mascot that the Browns could love. It's so ugly. Yeah. That's only something that somebody from Cleveland could enjoy. I mean, they're Cleveland people are weird people anyway. So. That's true. You know, we have family from Ohio, so we can talk trash. Yeah, close enough to Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and you uh, you hate on me about my Chargers playing Madden. I mean, I'm not a Chargers fan. I just always <laughs> chose them growing up. They're number seven on the power ranking. No, they're not the same Chargers. They're not the San Diego Chargers anymore. They're the Las Vegas Chargers. It's a different type of Charger now. Same team name, same logo. No, that's like saying the uh, iPhone and the Samsung Chargers are the same. Uh, for some devices. <laughs> yeah, no, they're doing good this year. I'll give I'll give them credit. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's your sports team. Like I said, you you never really did football wise. You never really did have a sports team growing up. You always chose the Chargers just because you liked the logo. But other than that, you just wasn't a diehard fan to anyone in the NFL. So I mean, I have respect for a lot of players. Tom Brady, my favorite. If I had to pick, sit down and pick a team, it would probably be the Forty ers Okay, that's fair enough. That was. I'm not gonna say that was my original team because obviously I did like the Eagles, but obviously I was a uh, I like the 49ers because Jerry Rice was my favorite football player of all time. Yeah. Just because I mean, granted I was a you know wide receiver slash tight end playing football, so you know that was just my idol for that sport. 
I mean, yeah, I've always liked Brady because he was a quarterback, but quarterback for his receivers tight ends the ball. So to me, I'm just like, okay, I, I like Rice better than I do him. So, I mean, yeah, there's a spot in my heart for the 49ers. Yeah, they're number nine right now. And the 49ers, you know, they had Randy Moss late. And so. Yeah, they also had Mr. Moss. So they, we could have tackled. Yes, and he's from West Virginia. Yep. From old Bell. My uncle actually went to uh, school with him. Gotcha. I did not know that. Yeah, uh, and Laura's husband. Gotcha. Yeah, he sure did. Yeah, but we could have tackled Randy Moss when we were younger and probably got arrested. But <laughs> I just shot by the security guards one or two. Yeah, we was kids. I mean, couldn't have done a lot to us, but uh. But we was in seventh and eighth grade. Yeah, because you're a grade above me, so I've been seventh using eighth. It was a seven on seven tournament. Yeah, it was during the summer, I believe. It was before. Yeah, it was uh, before football season. Yeah, it was before the season started. I think it was during the summer, late summer. Yeah, it was like literally probably about I say two or three weeks before season started. I think we might have already started practicing. We just hadn't. Had no, because you're not allowed to do seven seven tournaments and be at practice. Maybe it was like a week or two before we started practicing. Yeah. And it's been 10 years ago because it was the 2012 season. Wow. It's been 10 years since we could have got shot by Randy Moss's security guard. That's a long... Uh, he was still playing back in. <laughs> uh, I think that was his last year. It may have been. Or the year before that was. Because he was... I don't think he was actively in the league. May not have been. Maybe that's why he was there. Mm-hmm. He wasn't in training camp or anything. What? Yeah, because that would have been right around the time training camp would have happened. Yeah, he was coaching little kids. <laughs> yep, coaching, well, helping coach his old high school. He was in middle school, but that was a middle school and a high school tournament, so. Yep. But he was definitely there, yeah, because, yeah, no, he wouldn't have been coaching a high school kid. He was helping with the middle school group that was there. But, yeah, the high school group was there as well, because there was, the like, I think there was three different fields. Did we not play that middle school team? Yeah, we played all the teams that was there. I thought. That's why I said we had our opportunity to because we could have ran around and ran right into them. Well, I know we was all practice like we was practicing before the tournament when we seen him. As when we could have tackled him, we was practicing plays and stuff before the tournament started. Yeah. We thought about it. <laughs> but we figured the consequences. Yeah, yeah. We definitely chose the right decision because we're still alive. <laughs> I mean, we could have tackled him, but we—I mean, we probably just should have went up autograph. But us being us, we didn't think about that. We thought about tackling him. Yeah, that was our maturity level back then. <laughs> now I'd go up and ask him for an autograph. I wouldn't even think of tackling him. That's right. And we got Major Harris's uh, autograph at the end of that season. We did. Uh, he helped us when we won that championship. Yep. I think that's all the time we got for today, though. Well, we didn't make it all, all of our topics, but that's okay. Common trend. Common trend. We do that a lot. But. Yeah, especially on our gaming podcast called The Free Terrible Gamers. You know, they'll both come out on the same day, Tuesday. This will be released to the public. And check out our other podcast. Go follow YouTube 
and our Instagram. Our YouTube's going to be a the same YouTube that we use for our gaming one. I'll just make different playlists instead of making a separate channel and just make it easier for all of our podcasts to be on one platform, I mean, one channel, rather than splitting it up, making it harder. To find. Yeah. When we get big, or if we ever do get big, we might decide to split at that point, like the, split the two channels, but until then, they're just going to be on the same thing. But, you know, just as of right now, until you guys start sharing and sharing it with your friends and everybody and we get real big, we're just going to have it on the same one and makes it easier to make it that way. But eventually, once we figure out everything else, we will start doing actual video recordings as well. Yeah, we'll do video recordings. We'll do, uh, you know, podcasts for our Patreon followers on there. Uh, we'll do that with, uh, I'm thinking the audio we'll do with uh, Spotify. It'd probably be the easiest one. Record as well. Now our video, there's some different platforms we can do on that one. But you guys have a good one. See you guys.